0: here. Uh, can everybody hear me? I think you can. <laughs> it's been a while since I was on screens with you people, but I'm excited about it. There's a lot to do. We've already got several people joined in, more on Rockfin than on YouTube, but dang, it's good to see you all. Lateral, what's up? CP No Till, Snake Jones, False Reality Check, Kaylee, Gordon, Rachel, Sean, I missed anybody. Davin's in in here too. And we got a tip already from Kaylee before I even started the stream. So that tells you something. (laughs) Oh man. So I will let a little bit more time go by to let this breathe and more people join. And I'll tell you a little bit about what's been going on with me. If you're a Telegram person, you may have noticed I've been a little absent. I have to come clean. They got me. I didn't believe in cooties at all, but I got the cooties. (laughs) Something happened after Christmas and I was just wrecked where my organs were all in vicious pain and I was super exhausted and could really barely think or focus. And I was like, maybe this is just a cold, maybe some kind of bodily detox going on. But then I realized I couldn't smell. (laughs) I couldn't smell things. And I was like, this is what they say happens. So. Yeah, they got me with the cooties. So it's a thing. I don't know what it was, but I'm doing better now. I hit it hard with everything that I knew how all the vitamins, especially the vitamin C and the magnesium and man, colloidal silver. It would take me a while to actually list out all the different things I did to work on my health while I was uh, out with the illness. But it definitely came about at a time where I was planning on taking a vacation anyway. Just didn't know it was going to be that kind of vacation. But you know me, I never let an opportunity go to waste, and I turned it into a much-needed detox from the caffeine and coffee that I was super addicted to. Right now, I got a nice mug of chaga elixir, and I'll tell you what, that actually is a good replacement for coffee. It's satisfying like coffee, but it doesn't give you that jitter, but it has that taste of uh, earthiness, and it's dark, so... Yeah, if my voice sounds a little funky, it's because I maybe still have a little bit of that sinus thing going on, but I was <laughs> burning incense sticks and just trying to retrain my brain to smell things before we got on today, and uh, it, it's getting there. I'm not like totally unable to sense with my scent, but dang, it was it was rough, guys. I guess it's a real thing, so not that I didn't believe people who said that they got the thing, whatever it is. And I don't even know if it's the thing that I got. The only reason why I call it the cooties is because of the loss of sense of smell. That's just weird. Well, and because all my organs felt like somebody had gone inside my body and kicked the shit out of me, it really hurt. It was intense. Uh, It turns out though, that sound healing is something that is very helpful and effective for getting your brain back. Whenever that type of serious fog has been going on from an illness, like, that was probably, to me, the worst part was that I couldn't think and I couldn't focus and I couldn't put couldn't put the uh, thoughts together into stringing any kind of coherence. <laughs> so I, sp- I spent a lot of time laying in my bed and uh, putting a lot of great tones into my ears. Kaylee says the lack of smell can be a zinc issue. I don't know. I've been on zinc even before I got struck down with whatever the thing was. Uh, snake Jones says, maybe you get, got the flu and you forget that you lose the sense of smell when you do. Yeah, that could be it. I mean, I'm not even saying that it's like super cooties or whatever. I just know that I got something and it was a huge detox and I got better. And like I said, I used the opportunity to detox off of my serious coffee addiction. I'm not completely cutting coffee out of my life, but definitely not going to be at the rate that I was on before. Uh, (laughs) so I'm doing great now, though. I'm really excited to be here with you guys. I'm pretty pumped on the uh, production that I've got set up here. I've got the whole sound healing thing set up just like I would for a one on one session with uh, anybody remotely. And that's off in the other room in my den where I've got the massage table set up with all the crystals. Let me even show you what that looks like. And I'm going to, before we uh, start the actual group sound healing, though, I hope you guys are cool with it i planned on doing some overview of the process like what it is you know because there may be some people that are new to the channel or would like a review we won't spend forever on it but we're going to talk about that uh some so here's the massage table I, i like to set up the table with crystals that represent the central channel column of the body we got candles for each of the chakras we got arms and legs represented we're going to do probably around 30 minutes of sound healing uh, for the group, and we may get into some other fun stuff after that. We'll see how it goes. I was thinking maybe divination would be fun, uh, group 2022 divination, perhaps. I called this a vibrant. I I don't know why. <laughs> maybe it's not vibrant. I, vibrant is whatever I want it to be. How about that? But just I want you guys to look at this massage table. Wow, it's just gorgeous and beautiful, isn't it? That's my setup. And it's totally ready to go, except there's no fires on it. And I've got a camera in that room. So you'll be able to see what I'm doing while I play the tones. And we'll talk more about what that's going to entail. Um, just really happy to see a lot of you here in the chat. What's up, Stella Moon, PK? Good to see both of you, too. And see how well I keep this uh, keep this flow going. I think... Now that I'm in here, I feel amazing. <laughs> it's great to talk to you guys. I love you all. I've missed you. I've missed you. And even got SB Alger in the house. Congrats to SB Alger on getting his channel back for RX Only Picture Show. I've been watching a lot of those Tracy Twyman episodes and man, are they intense and really good. They're fun, but for dark topic, uh, it's hard to have fun with that, but they do, you know. They do. So check out Sean's channel. Maybe he'll maybe he'll link it to me. Uh, I should give him a wrench, but and let him link it to himself. He's over on the Rockfin chat. But hey, Stephanie Martin, what's up? Good to see you too. I love everybody for being here. This is going to be super fun. Now, I guess, let me take a drink of this chaga. I guess I'll start off talking about what is sound healing? Why am I into it? You know, I talk about it all the time, but maybe not from the top, like a full introduction to the whole thing. And it's so fun. It's like the coolest modality ever. Let's look at my PowerPoint. Uh, Yeah, PowerPoint. Get on up here. So I made a PowerPoint. Uh, Let's do it this way. Yeah, that looks better. It's called Healing Through Vibration. And (laughs) Christy says this is the most exciting thing that's happened this year. You know what? we're pretty early in the year. So I, I buy that. I buy that. (laughs) We're going to have a really good time with the sound healing. Um, You know, I can't make any promises, but I'm hoping to run through some of this information in about 20 minutes. It's not going to be the most comprehensive, you know, end-all, be all conversation on the topic, but I just want to let everyone know what is about. And uh, these are some forks that I wish I owned. I'm just going to be clear. These are not forks that I own. They're, A normal size fork is this little one here. And these are huge ass forks by a guy who makes them called Earth Tuned. I think his website is tunedearth.com. And damn, those are amazing, aren't they? If you really wanted to make my life, get me one of those. That's on my list of things to manifest for the year, (laughs) for sure. One of those big ass, incredible Jedi tuning forks. So cool. But let's uh, let's move forward in this little slideshow a little bit. All right. So I got to, first of all, start out by giving all honor and thanks and praise to Eileen Day McCusick. She is the pioneer that I followed on this path to tuning the human biofield, as she calls it. These are her two books. The one on the left is the older book. And if you were interested in learning how to do this process yourself and maybe become a practitioner or experiment with it, that's the book to go to. If you just want the information on the electric body and how our health works through electricity and vibration, the newer book, the one on the right, Electric Body, Electric Health, is the way to go. It's all about using the electromagnetism within and around you to rewire, recharge, and raise your voltage. Uh, So I've got to give thanks to her. I am not a student of hers, so I do not want to claim to do what she calls biofield tuning in terms of like, I don't know if it's copyrighted, probably not. And she's probably cool about it, but I just want to be clear. Like I am a self-taught practitioner. Uh, What I do is highly developed from my history with just regular energy healing and Reiki, which was also self-taught. I say self-taught, but maybe taught by crystals is a better way to to put it. Like I'm one of those definitely woo-woo crystal wooks that was all about waving magic wands around in people's faces and stuff with my friend groups when I was younger and just experimenting with the energy man and the vibe. But I think I'm a natural. I think that anyone can learn these practices and techniques. A lot of what comes down to like teaching each other stuff, how to do this. What's most important is teaching the grounding process and clearing the energy from the space and from your body. After you do this type of work with somebody, that was the hardest lesson for me to learn without a teacher and very important. <laughs> but I was very gui- very much guided by crystals. Yes. And uh, the, really, it was that and qigong Gong where I learned what my internal energy felt like, the energy in my body, how it flows and continually learning that it's never ending journey. There's so always more to learn, but it's consciousness is sensitivity and feeling is how I would put it. And I even think That all energy is consciousness in the sense that all energy carries feeling. Now, I wouldn't say that all energy in the cosmos is self-aware consciousness like we are self-reflective, but (laughs) Snake Jones, you distracted me. If you keep calling it a wand, Chance, I'm not sure I'd be comfortable with waving it around me. (laughs) I like to wave my wand around. Yes, it's true. Well, okay i wouldn't say all energy in the cosmos is self-aware co- consciousness energy but i do think energy and feeling go hand in hand the more energized you are the more you can feel or sense and uh we're going to talk about that more let's just go ahead into some more of my slides i think this is the best way to guide myself through the conversation without taking too many tangents um, so to quote her book she says the human body is not only an instrument it is a self-tuning instrument Just like you can use a tuning fork to tune a piano or a guitar, somewhat miraculously, you can also use a tuning fork to tune the body. Now, this is super cool. Uh, I would say that this is the most important thing to recognize is that whatever the process you're going through is with sound healing, it's not that the practitioner is healing you. I'm not fixing anybody. I am giving the model of coherent sound to the body of who I'm working with so that that body can actually emulate that and self-tune. Uh, I wish I had pulled up a video of this, but what I find to be maybe the perfect example of this statement is that if you get a whole bunch of, Google this on your own, you know, if you get a whole bunch of metronomes together in a room and you set them all off at different times and you come back in a little bit, they will have all synced up together because the universe has a guiding principle of self organization. Nature is self tuning, self correcting, self harmonizing. And it's something that we've lost track of about nature, especially in the modern time of you know, scientific materialism. And we're told that the universe is entropic. Um, I'm gonna point out too, that while I have this slideshow going, I'm not gonna be able to see the Rockfin chat as much as I would like to. So thank you everyone who's chatting over there. There's a lot of you I know. And I'll try to take a look at it at a point later on down the road when I can, you know, keep chatting, but I won't be able to see it. So whenever I'm doing, well, let's just continue forward, okay? And then I'll talk more about the process of how the body is self-tuning and what that means, how that works. Man, that's a gorgeous tuning fork, though. I want one of those so bad. Uh, So another quote from Eileen's book biofield tuning is the centropic for process of bringing lost life force back into our bodies. Yes, that is big. That is big. Uh, what we've really got when it comes down to, well, let's continue forward. Okay. I want to just maybe talk about this after, after the slides. Uh, here's more cool pictures. I just love these. Oh my God. They're so pretty. Um, Solfeggio. Feggio uh, let's skip through this. This is an old slideshow. So pardon me i I didn't necessarily plan it perfectly but these are the tones that i use when i'm working with people's bodies and i consider the 396 to be the root and goes up from there i will make a quick caveat about solfeggio you've probably or possibly heard me talk solfeggio on different streams in the past and get into more depth about it and how it really gets into like even the mysteries of saint john the baptist and the and Templar mysteries of the scaled egg or the, the egg that's shown with the Mother Mary and a lot of the Renaissance art. I think that's a self reference. Now, there's also like the devil's triad tones that get associated with Selfeggio. And there's a bunch of new age information out there about each of these tones and how they have to do with like, you know, uh, three, nine, six is joy and five, two, eight is DNA repair or something. And the truth is, (laughs) the the truth is you will see different associations with these tones, these solfeggio tones from different people all the time and claims about what they will do. This is me making it clear that I don't think I've made it clear before that I don't put stock in that. I consider really, even though I use like 396 for root and I use 528 for solar plexus, that's just how I use them. You could actually use any, anything of, that's a coherent tone to tune the body, in my opinion. What the body is looking for, what your cells are looking for, is coherence and uh, etheric radiance or clarity and light and energy or electricity. To back that up a little bit, what I will say is that light is sound. You know, they, We hear about the logos, let there be light. We hear about all these things and how... You know the word of god created the cosmos or that the first thing that happened was this it was said let there be light what i think that is referring to is that actually light and sound are the same energy on a different part of a spectrum so whenever we say that for example thunder flashes right there's lightning or thunder it's got the light flash and the sound and the rumble that goes with it but it's the same thing happening That's kind of what I mean by that. Uh, There's a long spectrum of frequency. I could, (laughs) maybe someday we'll get into that more deeply. Excuse me. Had a little cough right there. Okay, so maybe we'll get into that, you know, in more depth at another time. But what is happening with tuning forks is it's actually like shining a flashlight at your cells, but it's at a... It's also electric. It's like shooting electric light into your body and into your cells. It seems very gentle and not as intense as all that, but it is. I mean, it's not intense. It's a very low amperage. You know, there are devices out there like the Tesla devices and, and maybe less harmonious ones that are more modern that are actually designed to put frequency and electricity into your body directly. And I think maybe some of those are not as healthy as just plain tuning fork sound because the sound is very gentle with these tuning forks. It's very low amperage. It's not dirty electricity or any of that it's harmonious. Um, Now we'll talk about the actual process that I do with people in the one-on-ones in a second. But first I want to talk about this thing, the Sonic slider. Um, this is not the only weighted tuning fork out there in the world, but this is a weighted tuning fork that i personally advocate one that eileen invented uh that was the first thing that got me into the whole modality you see on the end these are the weights on it and so whenever i strike it it doesn't make a lot of noise you might be able to hear this it's not super loud but you use the end of it on your body directly and it transfers the vibration from these tongs straight into your body it's pretty cool so Whenever I was having bad sinus congestion over the last couple of days, I'd actually put it directly here and I could almost instantly feel like loosening up of the mucus and some of it slide down the back of my throat right away when I did this. Now, a lot of people use, this is marketed as a cosmetic tool specifically. Uh, It's tuned to 93.96 cycles per second or what the scientists would call Hertz, I don't like calm things hurts it's a family name as crow triple seven often says but uh you can use this directly on your face or on your body anywhere and what really sold me on the whole modality was that i had had a long lasting long-standing injury shoulder injury where i couldn't raise like this was the maximum i could raise my shoulder from rock climbing uh my arms couldn't go further than this. Now, right now, I don't want to raise my arms higher than this because I'll untuck my shirt and I'm I'm all fancy today. But, <laughs> but seriously, it was months and months of this problem. Uh, I kept taking weeks at a time, three, four weeks at a time off from climbing and it wasn't getting better. Snake wants to know what's the frequency. Again, let me put this up on the screen. That'll help you. It's 93.96 Hertz. And I forgot to say that that's actually the Schumann resonance times 12. So that's pretty cool, right? Uh, <laughs> PK says, why do you use that one in particular on your nose or is that one just your go-to? This one is just my go-to. Uh, and it's it's actually the only weighted tuning fork I own. There are other, you could get other weighted tuning forks at different frequencies. But yeah, this is the Schumann resonance times 12. So it's like the 12th harmonic of the Schumann resonance. and. Whenever I got this, I started using it directly on my shoulder where it hurt and just 10 minutes a day, maybe. And at that point, within a day or two, the pain was subsided enough that I could get full range of motion back. And within a week, I was able to do uh, exercises again, even with the arm, like it healed massively fast. And I can't make any promises or claims that it will do that for you. I think that it's worth checking out though. So you can get that at, you can see that there's a URL on the screen here, biofieldtuningstore.com. And one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about the Sonic Slider is because if you're interested in sound healing as a modality, this is in my opinion, the one thing to own. I think it's left like 75 bucks, maybe, maybe the price has gone up, but It's gonna last you probably forever unless you break it, which I don't know if you could, it'd be hard to break. You'd have to really go out of your way. Uh, Like it says here, users report a wide range of benefits, weight loss, muscle tone, healthier and more radiant complexion. I think I've actually got a slide of before and afters. Yeah, these are before and afters and pay attention to the bottom left. The bottom left one, this is Eileen Day-McCusick before and after her own Sonic Slider. So, PK wants to know is there a way you can check if that's the tune that it's supposed to be? Yes, you can. There's ways to generate frequencies online. Um, you know, with uh, for, there's an app I'm sure you could find or just websites that'll do it. And then you play your fork and hear, listen to it, and see if it you know matches the sound. And then you would know. But look at that on the bottom left that is Eileen before and after she used her own sonic slider. Uh, So I think the sky's the limit with this stuff. You're sending a low charge, low amperage, electric current into the body. Because remember, sound is light and sound is vibration and electricity is vibration. Electricity is sound and light. (laughs) Okay. These are all the same thing, but we think of electricity just as like arcing, you know, Darth Vader, lightning bolts coming out of the fingers, that type of deal. But in in reality, I mean, that's, you know, the arcing electricity that you see in a storm. Yes, that is electricity, but so is light. So is any form of vibration. It actually has an electric component. So also keep in mind that your cells are, you know, full of a form of water that is more crystalline uh, than anything. It's like, I think it's almost like a, they call it bioplasma. It's not the same as the plasma of your aura. Plasma is a complicated thing, but there is intercellular liquid that is crystalline and also your bones. Your bones are crystal because you would define a crystal as anything that has a consistent molecular structure to it, right? That is like a a lattice pattern of consistent molecular structure. So whenever you vibrate crystals, you create piezoelectricity. That's a thing. That's why, you know, in a a watch, there's quartz in the watch, quartz crystal, because it's being struck or squeezed. And that's actually creating a small electric charge. So you are generating an electric charge that is healthy for your biology. You're actually energizing your cellular biology by applying a fork like this to your body while it's vibrating. So it's very easy. You strike right there like that. And then now it's vibrating and put it on your face where you want it or where there's an injury. I admit, I mean, it, I would probably be way handsomer if I use this on my face every day. I don't, I kind of use it situationally, but if I was a lady and I wanted to make myself sexier, I probably, and you know, like reduce aging, slow down wrinkles or something. I probably would use it more and more. So, uh, Snake says your bones hold your ancestral memory. Yeah, that's a really interesting topic Topic as well in that, uh, you know, kind of fast forwarding a little bit, but in biofield tune-ups that I've done for people where I've actually worked in their aura with uh, sound, you can sometimes run into ancestral energy or even entities of a sort. That is something that has definitely happened it's pretty cool i'm already seeing that this is going to take maybe more than 30 minutes to go through i just don't want to rush it too much but w- well, let's talk about now let's talk about now the biofield anatomy hypothesis this is again coming from eileen's work but it's not necessarily i don't want to say it's completely originated by her that might not be true but she's done a good job popularizing it and exploring it as a healing modality I think that this idea goes back way further, that it's connected to the Vedic concept of chakras and probably exists in other, uh, what would you say, spiritual traditions or, or heal health traditions, right? The biofield anatomy hypothesis, I'll bring this on screen while I read it. It's, okay, she says, I believe that the human biofield is a dif- diffuse electromagnetic medium, or a bioplasma that surrounds and interpenetrates the body and stores the record of our life experiences. What we call mind and memory are actually inside this electromagnetic field. The information of everything that we've ever experienced and even what our ancestors experienced is encoded in standing wave format in the body's electromagnetic field with specific areas holding specific types of experiences. In this model, your body is inside your mind rather than the other way around. So, that's a lot of words. (laughs) I wanna probably go through and explain this more clearly. So, the human biofield, a diffuse electromagnetic medium, she's saying a bioplasma that surrounds and interpenetrates the body. Okay, so that's referring to what is more commonly called the aura. And that is the six foot bubble space that's around your body and also, you know, your body is in it. So when she says your your body is in your mind, what that means is, remember how I I said energy is consciousness or energy is has feeling to it? it? That's what I'm talking about. Actually, your mind isn't just up in your brain, okay? Your brain is not generating your mind in the way that we're taught from materialist science. Your brain has a lot to do with the way your mind is working like a router of sorts, for sure. Don't get me wrong. It's receiving signals. It's a perceptual organ, in in my opinion, more than it is uh, generating your experience of consciousness. However, your entire body is something you can be aware of. Am I wrong? You can actually put your consciousness down into your foot or over into your fingertips. I think that if you've got a meditation practice, you've tried this before to do body scans is a very healthy practice where you consciously go through and scan every part of your body fingertip to you know fingertip to toes this is something that is known to increase your overall level of consciousness if you practice it and in fact it would be fun to do that uh, maybe as part of this practice we're going to go through later maybe start with that i don't know (laughs) We can wing it a little bit. This uh, I could share with you some of like what are the way, what are the things I do uh, on a regular basis to body scan and and get into my body. But let's go back to this biofield anatomy hypothesis. A uh, plasma is misunderstood. Okay, so let's talk about the idea of diffuse electromagnetic medium or bioplasma. Plasma is not just like okay. When we talk about plasma, we go, oh, it's the fourth state of matter. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's like uh, you know. It's like the next thing energy wise after gas. But when you think about that, uh, gas is already as thin as it gets in terms of a physical material. So plasma is not physical in a sense. Plasma, a better way to understand plasma is that it is actually the flowing, free flowing electrons, if you will, or the electric configuration the flow itself of energy in a medium so what i mean by that so kind of hard to explain maybe i should be able to explain it better let me try (laughs) you've got you've got your bubble space right it's uh six feet around you and on the edges of this bubble space there's actually like a sheath uh almost like a a membrane oh a barrier and Within that, you can think of it like your cosmic egg, in my opinion. (laughs) And within that bubble space, all of this free flowing energy is coming, flowing out from your core and creating this torus coming back into your core. And in that flow itself, the flow itself, the movement and the structure of the movement, the pattern of the movement of energy itself is the plasma. So... It's not that there's like a physical thing that you can measure and scoop out of there and be like, I got a scoop of plasma. When I'm talking about bioplasma, I'm actually referring to the energetic flow itself and the pattern of that flow is the plasma. Does that make sense? So there are other things. The word is kind of tricky because there are other things we refer to as plasma. PK says P is plasma. Uh, That may be true. (laughs) I don't know. There's plasma in blood, too, that the um, blood bank vampires want to get from you. But when I'm referring to your biofield, I'm definitely talking about the actual flow of energy and the pattern of that flow. So (laughs) SB, I got to read your comment. This is just the best. He's trying to teach us, so he has to go way deeper so that he's transferring what he knows he knows to us now, and then we get the sound healing. <laughs> What's up, JDB? In the chat, too. Hey, hey. High vibe Tribe, right? We're having so much fun. I'm so glad to be on here with you guys, too. Am I doing all right? <laughs> I'm out of practice. Let me drink some more chaga. Okay, so now an important thing to know about this plasma that's in your bubble space is that this is actually your mind. Uh, this is where your mind is at. It's where memory is stored. It's And most of this energy that is your personal spiritual electricity, if you will, is actually in your central column, what they call the chakras. It's in these wheels. And these wheels radiate and spin out the energy as needed in this toroidal uh, fashion, right? But most of that actual power is locked up in your core. I say locked up, but it's held there. And you're holding it until you need it. And then maybe you're ready to start emitting it at a certain time. And otherwise, it's there. And that's where it should be. And that's also going for your memory. So, like, you know, think about all the experiences you've ever had in your life. (laughs) Obviously, beyond what you could possibly conceptualize in your mind at once, right? You couldn't just Be uh, aware of every memory in your memory banks all at the same time. Now think about memories that stick in your mind and they keep coming back up or think about memories that are repressed and they're not, um, they're not something that you could even recall. It's a good example that you've got some issues in your biofield. For example, if there's a, if there's a period of your life that you cannot recall very well, say that this was a thing for me for years until I started going deeper into my healing process is that I couldn't really remember much about my childhood and I didn't have a bad childhood. I had good parents, you know, uh, I did the normal go to school thing, but my school wasn't that horrible or anything. It was pretty normal, horrible. <laughs> so the biofield to go back to this biofield anatomy hypothesis, we've, we've established the reason why, okay. There's so much to so much to go into here. It's deeper than I, I can't just not go all the way deep. All right. So whenever we say that this bioplasma is your memory, you can think of it like the who you are is light, right? Your soul or your spirit, your spirit, let's call it, your spirit is light. And spiritual energy is in the form of light. Everything is light, actually. But in a refined, high vibrational level, that uh, that. Consciousness that you are is actually light. So you're this vessel for light. All right. Your physical body is like a vessel for the light. It's like you're a bucket that is holding light. Now, whenever we go through life and have difficult experiences, uh, this can cause some of our spiritual light to be spilled outside of the bucket, metaphorically. And actually, we do this on purpose. The repression of memory usually, we take this memory or this crystallized light, if you will, and we push it off to the side to the left or the right, usually. And that is where it goes whenever we're not allowing ourselves to consciously remember it. (laughs) There's no way we're going to be able to discuss all the ramifications of this idea, probably in one sitting, but we'll do our best. Now, I I keep giving that disclaimer, but I'm just like, as I start to get into it, I'm like, okay, this is this huge web of information, (laughs) but okay. So if you consider your spirit to be what you're aware of, spirit is consciousness is what you can possibly be aware of. And that means whenever there's something that you don't want to be aware of, you would keep it outside of your vessel. You wouldn't want it in your main system. You would hide it from yourself. And there's a protective layer to ourself. We, you know, our, our existence in this form is multi layered. You would know that just by the concept of chakras. But there are some other layers that are not very well known or discussed, like the protective layer of yourself is a big thing. There's actually a layer to your existence here. That's whole purpose is just to protect you from the things that it thinks you're not ready to know about experience or perceive. And so whenever we have a bad traumatic experience that would mess us up, if we just kept reliving it and we don't know how to integrate it or handle it, then this protective layer of self actually steps in and hides it from us. And it keeps that experience in the psychic plane off to the side somewhere. And if it's a big enough A big enough piece of trauma, then it will even have to, just to keep your mind away from it, because if it's like a repetitive trauma, it will actually have to keep an entire version of you stored on ice in the psychic realm. So that's when you run into actually losing memories of an entire phase of your life or part of your life. Because in order to hide this uh, traumatic experience from you, it has to hide everything it can that relates back to that experience about you. So that would include like maybe, you know, your entire life history from the ages of six and a half to seven or something, if there is a reason for that to happen. Uh, So whenever we go in and look at the human biofield as a whole, there's an anatomy to it (laughs) that is a pattern that's similar from human being to human being. Let's look at this. There's probably some stuff I skipped, but feel free to hit me with questions. I will be able to see them in the YouTube chat, but this is the important thing, all right? This is the really important thing. The biofield equals your aura, and here is a basic chart of what this actually looks like. So here's the human body. Here's the chakras in the middle, of course, and here's your bubble space. The uh, It looks like an apple, interestingly. It's a Taurus, though, and whenever we have experiences that we need to shove off to the side, to the left or the right, where they end up being stored, it's almost like considered a an energetic filing cabinet. And if you have some sort of hitch in your energy field, uh, in terms of a traumatic experience or an emotional blockage, it will always get sorted and stored in an intelligent, organized way. So there's a, I don't know if I have the full chart on this, On this but for example experiences that relate to um your grief you know grief or depression experiences they would end up hanging out somewhere on the left side of the biofield about the same height or a depth level as the heart chakra and then where they end up in the biofield in terms of how far away from the body will be like the rings of a tree correlated to the age that you were at which this experience took place. So you can see that if the person was 60 years old, then right up on the edge of their body would be recent experiences and halfway through their six foot bubble space would be things that happened around the age of 30. And because there's this dynamic of things are sorted and stored in an organized fashion and it's similar from human to human, Including the depth at which their the age was when it happened, that means a practitioner of tuning someone's aura can actually pick up on specific emotional experiences, whether they relate to a mother or a father, or even sometimes more, uh, you know, more specific than that. Sometimes ancestors come in to play. Like I said, there's actually an ancestral river for the father, paternal side, and the maternal side that is uh, right about, I don't know, a foot off the body to the left and the right. And every once in a while you run into that. Evan wants to know, would the side switch if you were left-handed instead of right-handed? In my experience, no. But one thing I'll just say to answer that question is, this is a conceptual framework. So it is not, in my opinion, an end-all, be-all, absolute map that might sound a little weird because I'm so into it. But actually, how I look at this is as a mental scaffolding that you can use to communicate from your field with another person's field. So when I because I've learned this particular framework, that means when I make the agreement in the contract with another human being that we're going to do some tuning together. That means that I'm going to use this as my language to pick up on where something is going on in their field and their body and my body energetically or through the ether, which is, you know, everything's connected through ether. There's no separation in in truth. That means that this conceptual framework will allow me to pick up on the information in this language. And if there was a different language, if we had a different architecture or design here, uh, then maybe I would be able to use that instead to get the information. But this is the way that I get the information. Someone else could maybe come up with a different system with a different organizational hierarchy, maybe, maybe. I'm saying that this is largely influenced by the imaginal and that the uh, agreement that this is the way we're doing it is possibly a big part of why it works. Still Standing asks, did you see healing happened from abuse memories with these methods. Um yes, yes. So to talk we'll talk a little bit more about the uh the healing side of things. I think that it, this can help with extreme PTSD, yes in my opinion. Uh let's read this slide here though. Your aura holds your inherited genetic as well as intergenetic information. Intergenetics is the tone of the song of our DNA. That's what Eileen calls it. So we don't just inherit hair and eye color we also inherit the emotional experiences and tonal qualities of our ancestors this is very true i've even uh, i've even had direct communication from ancestors while in somebody's biofield doing a tuning now how that works for me is i just get it just pops into my head the information pops into my head i trust it i go with it i ask them later like is this accurate Uh, And then they'll say yes wow that is accurate and it's just weird how it works and I've had to practice and come to learn how to trust that information when it pops in, but it is very real, and I think it would happen differently for other people potentially the way that their psychic information would come in. Okay, so the next slide, though. States of mind that we habitually energize create patterns of distortion in the field which ultimately result in the breakdowns of order and function in the body. The way that we restore wholeness from an electromagnetic perspective is by bringing these fragments of frozen light or forgotten self back into circulation and availability. Everything in your mind is a vibrational pattern within your energy field. So this is perfect. Here you see a more elaborate version of this chart. And you can see all the different types of issues and emotions. And this is actually not a comprehensive list. There's more possible, there are obviously uh, infinite ways that someone could experience challenges in their in their uh, energy field or in their mind. And at the end of the day, you would have to as the practitioner, if you ran into an intuitive knowing about something that was going on with them or they just told you before you started, you might want to figure out where that lands in the field. So what <laughs> um, now when she says, the way that we restore wholeness is by bringing these fragments of frozen light of forgotten self back into circulation or availability. So let's say that there is sadness, grief, loss, or depression energy stuck off to the left side of the body halfway through the biofield. I would run into this in impossible, possibly by when. So I will start at the edge of the field with the fork. I'll strike the fork. And I hope you can see my mouse here. Say I, I strike the fork. And I hit the edge of the field I can hear or sense whenever I've hit this bubble space membrane and then I will slowly sweep the fork that's toning across their field towards their body and then when I hit a spot that is a rough patch there will be a change of some kind and it'll be perceptible to me it could come in a variety of ways I might hear the tone change to sound different it might all of a sudden just run the fork out where like the fork should be lasting longer in terms of the strength of the tone. And then it just goes out, uh, in extreme cases, there are other ways that it might happen. And I won't go into those, but there's a lot of ways and it takes some practice to get into that language, but I believe anybody could learn. And then so I've hit the spot where there's something going on crystallized, if you will, or a fragmented frozen light, it's stuck in this compartmentalized way. And if you know anything about like the dark occult and <laughs> how, how evil operates in the world, it's all through compartmentalization. It's all through creating the illusion of separation. So you have some pocket of energy in your field that's separate from the rest of your field and it's not circulating back into the main part of yourself. And you hit it with the fork in this spot. And it's sort of like what Eileen calls it a click and drag method. I will continue to strike the fork in that spot uh until i feel like i've got it if you will this is all hard to explain because it's very it's like psychic stuff but you sweep it almost like sweeping you sweep this energy back towards the middle column and reintegrate it with the core that's what you do that's the gist of it i, w- I won't over explain it because th- that could get too detailed but that's how it works and at that point you've restored this psychic energy back to the main part of the body, which is uh, also returning it to the person's awareness. Now they may or may not have the experience of like becoming consciously aware of that emotion or that energy that might not happen, but it will become available to them if they should choose to look for it or think for it. So at the end of the session, I will give them the rundown of the spots that I ran into and what they correlate to. And then we will give Uh, then I will give them usually some sort of counseling or guidance or explanation of how that mindset worked before, how that unconscious pattern in their mind was working and what they can do to keep a different mindset. So the key here is that no matter what we did with this energy healing modality, if after the session, the person just goes right back to the old way of thinking and their old mode of uh, perceiving or their old behavior pattern or what have you then the energy field will just go back to the old way too it'll just snap right back because all of this configuration is 100 begins in the mind because this is your mind this is literally your mind this is the 3d energetic representation of your mind and <laughs> that mind extends actually past the boundaries of this turns out that your living space is like the next layer of that shell. You know, the, even the clothes you wear are part of that shell. It's all connected. Um, very interesting stuff. Now let's see, I'm trying to decide what I want to talk to talk to you guys about next with uh, you know, with this whole thing. I mean, there's more we could say there's the idea of entities comes into play because this, compartmentalized energy that's separate from the rest of yourself, being that energy is conscious and that electricity is now separate from everything, it can become what seems like a demonic attachment or a parasitic type of entity. And what's great about this modality is that you can address that idea of attachments or parasites in your energy field without needing to label them as such and just restoring the lost energy of self back into balance. It's very helpful to go in with the mindset that all is self, all energy is the same self energy that the cosmos has always had and that all we're doing. So what we're doing with this process is we're helping the person's field or their their whole body really communicate. So every part of their body, every part of their energy field is reconnected with every other part and all the energy is flowing and connected again together in like a feed, a feedback web, you could say, instead of it being stuck in fragments, and those fragments stagnating the way that water in a pond that's not flowing would become unhealthy. It's all flowing together again. And so that inner communication, intercommunication of parts of yourself with other parts of yourself is what allows for nature to do what nature does and your body is nature which is to self-heal self-regulate self-organize self-repair so what we're doing is we're letting your body communicate honestly with itself again and not hide something from itself that it was hiding from itself and then that process is what makes your body just do its natural thing which is restore balance and harmony on its own it's pretty awesome uh so what do you guys think <laughs> there's a lot of related subjects that this goes into electric universe theory plasma physics this is definitely soul retrieval of a sort um <laughs> psychic vampirism is a big part of this that would be an interesting topic to do sometime by uh as a solo stream maybe one thing i want to do more of in 2022 is this where it's just me i'm presenting my research or talking about what i think about things and I'm running my own ship, (laughs) not dependent just on guests, but I also will still do lots of guest shows and interverse episodes. Don't worry. Do not worry. That's not going anywhere, but this is fun. I really appreciate the chance to do this with you. Um, Yeah. I mean, I've got, if this was going to be a full on presentation, I would talk about (laughs) psychic vampirism a lot, but I'll just say, let's just finish with this quote from Reich on the presentation side. Once we open up to the flow of energy within our body, we can also open up to the flow of energy in the universe. This is super crucial. Super crucial. Good job, Reich. Reich. I like to call, call him Reich. Mitch calls him Reich. I'm probably saying it wrong if I don't say Reich, so my bad. Uh, SB says, I think we want to know basic details on entities or soul retrieval. <laughs> well, I want there's a lot of things I want, Sean. That maybe ask me about that on a, a weave sometime. No, we'll do it. We'll do this again. Maybe we'll do the a part two and talk about the uh, the entities and the soul retrieval side of things. But like I said, this is fragmented parts of self that you're returning to circulation and communication with the rest of yourself. To me, that defines soul retrieval hundred percent. Now, I wanted to um, read some testimonials from from people who i have done this for. If you're wondering about how this works on a remote session, I'll just say that it does. It absolutely does. 99% of the sessions I've done with other people have been remotely because it's just, uh, you know, I know more people on the internet than I do in real life. In my area, this is maybe not that popular of a modality. I haven't given it a lot of tries, but yeah, it works remotely. So I'll just read a couple of the... uh, (laughs) testimonials first one's from Lindsay sharman from rogue ways podcast awesome the awesomest Lindsay sharman you know <laughs> and she said and she's had an, she's had one of these remote sessions from me a full session and she said chance is a gifted healer and seer his setup is the most in-depth nuanced subtle and powerful i have ever experienced after having many reiki and sound healing experiences in my life Truly, I have not been brought so deep and experienced so much immediate transformation as I did when Chance worked on my field. He was able to pinpoint in great detail things that one would not know about another person, and I was able to experience the release of some of those long-held patterns. Spontaneous informational updating and release happened throughout my session, and I am forever grateful to Chance for his service. I will say I also received a, a blessing, ceremony, and healing from Lindsay Myself, and hers are super lit too, (laughs) like really good. Everything that she just said about me, I would say about her. And another, uh, another testimonial came from Sean, Sean Clark. He said, chance is the real deal, truly a bona fide aura mechanic who has an incredible talent in the field of metaphysics. I've done a lot of stuff through the years, currently nearing completion of my 44th Sun Cycle. And we'll put this in the wow category in terms of quality and vibe of experience. He is also massively relatable down to earth and an all around good soul. Oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, he said a lot more, actually. He gave a huge, a huge uh, review of the experience, but I thought it was interesting that, you know, he he's also had this experience with one of Eileen's full-on students because Eileen teaches this. And I think that um, even though I haven't received the official training, I am able to provide that type of uh same level i think Oh, so i'm checking out the rock fan chat express especially appreciative of the tips thank you for all that wow there's been a ton of chats in there there's no way i'm gonna be able to read all that (laughs) thanks guys i'll check that out later cool uh so when it comes to receiving the healing on the receiver end it is kind of different from person to person some people end up having kind of visionary experiences, some relax and space out and pass out, some cry, some laugh. It is different from human to human. So I won't make a promise about how that would go for you if you did want to do one of these with me, but we are going to pretty soon move over to doing the actual sound healing portion. So uh, to explain how that's going to work. Oh, false reality check says, we've been healed by chance on one day of brightness. It definitely works and it doesn't matter where in the world you are. Yeah, that was uh, the one day of brightness healing she's referring to. That was during Lindsay Sharman's one day of brightness event. And I did a group session, not unlike what we're about to do here. Uh, And what we're going to do here is not exactly the same as if we were in a one-on-one. I am not going to be scanning and sweeping through your field, looking for the knots and tangles and putting them back. Instead, we're going to go through and just energize and, and shore up the overall energy of every center in your central column or in layman's terms, not really layman's, I guess the chakras. (laughs) So we're going to do that. I think maybe I'm shooting for around a 30 minute experience for that. And then I'll come back and, you know, if I still got the juice, we'll do more now and we'll do more like talking, I think maybe a group divination. Um, Whenever we get into the sound healing, if you are able to lay down, close your eyes and relax fully for that, that would be awesome. If you can just sit back in your chair and experience it in a fully relaxed and engaged, attentive way, that would be great too. If you need to just keep doing what it is you're doing, you're driving or you're working on some chores or whatever, that is also fine. Uh, Now, what I will also say about this is that the experience of receiving the tune-up will go beyond just the moment that you're getting it. For example, like whenever I was really clouded in my head, having the bad head cold or the cooties or whatever the hell uh, I did, I did exactly the process I'm about to do here on myself where I just hit every main energy center with sound and took about 30 minutes doing it. And I noticed that the improvement like my head clearing up and my headache going away and my ability to think clearly coming back it was continual for several hours it continued to improve and get better so uh that's probably how the it will go for you now it's not going to be like all hit you at once it's not going to be like wow fireworks it will be more like a gradual improvement over time and <laughs> you know it also what you bring to it will have a lot to do with what it does for you. So if there's specific energy that you want to improve on, you want help with, make that mental agreement with yourself that that's how you're going to receive it. Uh, One thing I'm going to do before I go further is I got a new deck. You know me, I'm a man of many Oracle decks and this was super cool. I got a Mudra deck. (laughs) And the one on top, turns out this is the one that I drew earlier today. So it's funny that it just wound up on top while I was shuffling. So maybe this is the one. Maybe this is the one that we'll all do, or if you want to do it, you can. Uh, This is the Varuna Mudra. Very simple mudra. It is, uh, before I explain how to do it, the benefits are cooling and calming. It cures excessive thirst, reduces wrinkles and dryness of the skin, increases overall suppleness of the body, benefits the tendons, ligaments, and muscles, strengthens kidneys and bladder, nourishes and cleanses the blood and lymph, improves memory, tones the sexual organs, and assists healing from trauma related to sexual abuse or shame around sexuality, awakens inner joy and vitality, enhances overall physical beauty. So the Varuna Mudra, in English it means the mudra of the sea. It's a very easy one to put your hands into, but... Yeah, this deck, Rachel says, that is cool. Yeah, this deck is awesome. 72 mudras in a deck. (laughs) I've been using this so much since I got it. And uh, it's been really awesome for my morning meditations. So if you do want to sit with a mudra while you receive this healing or just try this mudra later throughout your day or week, that's fine. I just wanted to teach that as part of this experience uh, because it was a fun new thing that's come into my, my realm. So before you do a mudra, Justin says it's the orgone card. It seems like it. Kind of seems like it. Uh, a really good thing to do before you get into any mudra is realize that your hands need warmed up. Um, this is not a hard one, but it could still potentially hurt a little bit. Not hurt. Hurt's the wrong word. Be a little uncomfortable, or after a long period of time in it, you might feel your hands might feel a little sore. Possibly. Super easy though. Uh, so what I'm doing right now is I'm just warming up. My fingers and the pad of my hand, right, doing this, just rubbing my hands together on the sides of the fingers like this, and between my fingers. If you do that for about a minute, that's a really good way to get yourself ready for a mudra experience. I'm very new to mudras, but they're pretty awesome. Uh, and I actually, <laughs> I did one to improve my voice. I mean, I drew it from the oracle deck, but I did one to improve my voice issues whenever I was sick to get myself back to being able to talk. And it helped, it got me there, it really did. So I'm, I'm warming up the hands. Now the Varuna Mudra, very easy. You take the pad of the pinky finger and the thumb and lightly touch them together. So looks like that, they're just touching together. And then the other fingers are just allowed to relax be extended but you know in a relaxed way. So do it with both hands and you might leave the hands resting in your lap while you sit or just off to the sides of your body if you're laying down during this and try holding this for 5 to 45 minutes. <laughs> it says hold for 5 to 45 minutes. It also says that with gratitude connect to the spirit of water feeling your body and mind become pure and fresh like a cool mountain stream. So, you know, if you want to do that with your Varuna mudra, that'd be cool. Just touching the the pinky pad and the thumb pad together on both hands. And that's it, a very easy mudra. Which is great. I appreciate that this is a simple one for, you know, the group so that everyone can maybe do that. Now, uh, what else did I need to say? Okay, before we start the sound healing itself, it is important that we have this agreement. This is something that I do for every Session at the beginning of the session, super important, which is that we have to agree that higher self or the full total aspect of self is in charge of this process. That we're giving this up to our total, pure, highest self, our complete self in wholeness. That all the energy that is going to be exchanged or moved in our field and in our body through this transmission is completely guided by this higher self energy. And that there's nothing wrong, no wrong way for me to provide and no wrong way for you to receive the experience. And once we have that agreement, that helps facilitate the whole process. That's part of why it works remotely, is that we agree and we intend for it to work remotely, that we open up to the experience, we make the agreement that we want to allow it to work, and then so it shall. We will also invite into the experience any ancestral energies spiritual guides or guardians that wish to be with us during the experience to either provide assistance with the healing and the harmony or provide you know defense <laughs> to guard the perimeter we're specifically asking our spirit team to guard the doors and windows of our homes and our dwelling space during this experience and to be the bouncers keeping out any non-helpful energies or entities that do not want to receive the healing and the transformation. Now, any, you know, not <laughs> any like little malignant malevolent spiritual guys that want to receive healing and transformation and return to light during this sound healing are invited to do so. That's the only way they're allowed in the space. So we've got that agreement full on and uh, we'll go ahead and start the, the sound healing part that's going to be super cool now to do this. We're going to go over to the other room. So this is the experimental part. <laughs> I've got a webcam going in the other room and hopefully we'll be able to see what I'm doing. I've got also my phone here that's tapped into the call. So my phone is going to be what's picking up the, the forks. Uh, if the forks are too loud, then just turn down your device. If you can't hear them very well, don't worry about that so much because you don't have to even necessarily be able to hear if we've made this agreement and I'm working in your field based on the contract that we have. In fact, I've done this before a few times where I wasn't even on the phone with the person when I did the sound healing. We just agreed it's going down right now and I did it. Uh, I've done it a few times that way and it definitely works. So uh, I'm going to move over there in just a second. Let me. Switch to the other camera, and we'll make this camera the big one. Solo layout. Okay. Okay. I think you should be able to hear me pretty well.
1: I hear me pretty well. I'll see
0: you over there. I can also you over there. okay Okay. i can see myself myself at the table table. so the first thing i'm going to do is light all these fancy fancy candles candles because these are going to represent our chakras chakras during the experience Getting them all going. going. There we go. There we go. And one more. more.
1: All right. All right.
0: You should all be able to hear me. me. But but you can let, I mean, me, let me. Oh, oh there's an echo. an echo. Okay. Okay. Okay, now there should be sound. Is it better? This is experimental. (laughs) I don't think people use StreamYard this way very often. Can you hear me though? Is it echoey? I get the thumbs up that I can be heard. Is it better now? All right, (laughs) we did it. (laughs) I'm such a professional. Okay. So we've made the agreement on how this is supposed to go down. We're gonna go ahead and start. No echo, everyone says. Like I said, there may be this may be a little loud when I strike the forks. So if there's an issue with that, let me know. Uh, or no, no, don't let me know. I'm not gonna be watching chat. I'm gonna be just doing the sound healing. Turn it down if you need. To, if it's too loud, that's what I meant to say. All right. This is awesome. We're doing it. Okay. Uh, Everyone go ahead and get relaxed and do whatever it is you want to do while we're in this session. uh, First thing I'm going to do is just clear the energy field of your body with the selenite wand. So we're just clearing. Think of this like saging. We're saging you but with a crystal. We're just clearing any distortion or negative energy that you have picked up and grounding it. And we're going to start with we did that. And now we're going to address the root Earth Star, not really the root chakra, but the Earth Star chakra, this is the bottom point of the field that connects to the Earth, uh, the Earth chakra that we all share, if you will. So To begin this whole process, if you want to visualize or feel yourself grounded and connected to the earth through your tailbone or through your feet, however you're sitting, go ahead and do your grounding visualization while I start here with the earth star. (laughs) So just allow the feeling of any stuck or painful energy in your body to run out through your feet or through your tailbone into the earth. Now we're going to do some root shocker. We're just going to go from the bottom and head our way up to the top. But root shocker is going to be probably where we spend the most time for a lot of reasons. But we'll start with just general tune-up in the root with the 396 fork. strike this go ahead if you want and visualize yourself very secure and safe in your home that everything is provided for remind yourself that you're always supported and cared for by universe to the area of the left foot and ankle this is a common trouble spot and I think for the beginning of the year it's very important that we work in the feet ankles and knees and spend some extra time there for this session so as I play these next tones please affirm to yourself that you are able to move away from stressors Just say in your mind a few times I walk away from stressors. every right to walk away from stress. Stressful people or situations that do not serve you. At this one more but put your mental awareness around your knee your left knee this knee can feel weak at times whenever life has a lot thrown at us that we feel like we must accept but remember this left knee is strong and this is where you put your weight whenever you're ready to shift away from things that no longer serve you feels good doesn't it? (laughs) Now we're going to move over to the right foot and keep playing some tones there this is where you're going to put your awareness now the right foot and ankle and you're going to remind yourself that You know where you want to go in life. This is the area where you take steps towards where you want to go next. Tell yourself, I step towards what is best for me. up your awareness to the right knee remind yourself that you have the strength to get what it is that you want and need Exactly. Finish up in the root and really strengthen our sense of security with our resources and just affirm to ourselves while we play these tones that everything that I need comes to me easily and I deserve it. affirmation, my body is healthy and strong. to our sacral area now moving forward we will not spend as much time on these other chakras as we did on the root the root is what seemed like it wanted the most attention which is typical this is the 417 frequency good to be in my body. It feels good to be in my body. Okay, now we're gonna move into the solar plexus, right in the center of your chest. Try to fit your awareness into the center of your chest now. I call this your treasure chest. This is a great place to live your life from, instead of the heart, but from the solar plexus. Right here, very center of your chest. It's where you want to store and hold your light. Affirm to ourselves that my will is one with the will of creation. Up to the heart, and I'm getting the sense that a lot of us have had difficult experiences of the heart this year. Probably we've known some people who've left their body that we wish hadn't for the proper reasons or improper reasons. So we're going to spend a little extra time here. We're going to start just around the heart itself. And repeat for me, I express my grief and let it go. bit extra here above the left shoulder. So if you could put your awareness around your left shoulder, this is the place in your biofield where you hold on to grief and pain from the world. You would call it the world pain spot. We all pick up on energies of grief and pain and sadness from the world at large. And in this difficult couple of years, I believe we've all taken on extra in our left shoulder and we should be aware of that and as I play these next tones, affirm to yourself that you do not hold on to the grief and pain of the world. Say I am not responsible for the grief of the world. Okay, we're going to move up to the throat now. You guys are doing great. the third eye. If you would like to focus your energy to your forehead between your temples, we're going to energize that area now. And the first affirmation you can give to yourself is I do not fear the future. past, the future is bright. the past. Okay, now our crown chakra. Our affirmation for this is, I always have plenty of time Sovereign, I am sovereign over time. everybody we're gonna finish up with the halo chakra i call it you could also call it the cosmic star chakra something like that it's the point above the top of your crown it's the node at the the uh, the node at the torus's top that serves as kind of an opening to connect you to cosmic energy i call it the connection to the cosmic synchronicity control department, office, (laughs) whatever. It's just a superpower, simply put, that if you always know that you're guided and you're in the right place at the right time, then you are. And the more that you remind yourself this, the stronger the superpower becomes. It is your connection to divine synchronicity. So we're gonna energize that connection and strengthen it and remind ourselves continually that I'm always guided to be in the right place at the right time. time We've gone through over a half hour. The time flies with these. It it really does. It flies. I'm gonna blow out the candles and head back over to the studio. Okay, I'm back. Oh, wow. A bunch of tips came in while I was doing that. Thank you. Really appreciate that. Super awesome. So many. And a lot of you guys stuck through the whole session. Really cool. Mercury Mouse says, zinging. (laughs) Yeah, that was awesome, wasn't it? Wow. You know what? That's actually the first time I've ever done a group healing session on my own channel. In fact, I've done very few group sessions, so it was its still a little bit new to me, but I really appreciate that you guys hung out for this. Uh, Kaylee says, felt like I was holding hands with a bunch of y'all at the end there. (laughs) This is great that we can all come together. And lateral is right. I would suggest water or tea. Yes, I would definitely drink some water after this. Um, You know, get yourself some water right now. But that was an amazing experience for me as well. And just let you know, in a one-on-one scenario, it's even better and deeper. I don't want to diminish what that was for everybody, but it could, we could go further. <laughs> we could definitely go further and take it longer and uh, address and target things specific to you. So I'd love to do that. And Kaylee's right. This will be a gym to come back to. You will be able to reuse this. It does not have to be live. You can make the agreement that the same process can be reaffirming and re-strengthening you anytime you want. Come back to this. It's my Christmas gift to you late Christmas present. <laughs> uh, so right. What's next? Uh, do you guys think it would be fun to do a group divination? Maybe, maybe. I mean, I've been on for almost two hours, but I've got the juice to keep going. <laughs> Thank you for all the sweet-ass comments, too. Uh, Thank you, Sean. (laughs) Mephisto's Tarot, I am glad that you feel better. I saw your comment about your grandfather passing, and that is definitely a hard experience. I've had two grandmothers and one grandfather pass uh, in the last couple of years, so I definitely can relate. And they're with you. They're actually a part of your field. They're in your field. (laughs) their their energy you carry it forward and you're always connected to them so did anybody do the varuna mudra while they were in there i mean it's okay if you didn't but i'm kind of curious how that was too so yeah let's pull some cards um because this is just demo day i'm just demoing you know sound healing and things i do after a sound healing session the best option to work with me is that you do the sound healing session and then receive a, uh, an Oracle session. Divination is a word that comes with a lot of baggage. I'm trying to move away from that word, but it's easy to say. (laughs) I say it all the time. (laughs) But the, uh, the best option is that we go through a divination to help lock in a positive man mindset. Um, after the energy shift, big time, big time. So we're going to do what I call the key of destiny spread. This is the one that I do with people when they they pay for a full session. And this is gonna apply to everybody today instead of targeting one person's specific life situation. The key of destiny is an eight card spread. I'm gonna, let me get my phone back connected to the, the room real quick because that way I can show you with the phone camera, the spread as I laid out the eight card spread. And it's about what are we seeking to unlock? What are What's the superpower we're gonna open up to in 2022, right? That's the main question. What's 2022 gonna unlock for us? We're gonna check that out. So let me see, I've got everything set up. All right, so here we go. The first thing I'm gonna do with the key of destiny is Throw the coins, because the energy that we're unlocking is going to be from the I Ching in terms of where we're getting this information. So I better get a piece of paper, too. Clearly not fully prepared. But I'm doing pretty well, right? (laughs) Doing pretty well. This is the extra part of the stream. Extra bonus. Yeah, you know what else I'm looking forward to? Weaving spiders welcome tonight. That's a thing. Weaving spiders. Welcome. Going to be live there tonight. I will either be watching or joining in. Okay. Got the pen, got the coins, got the paper. All right. So whatever this gives you in terms of whenever we go through these cards, whatever it makes you think about and how it relates to your life, that's the message for you. That's the real message. What I say is just there to spark you to think and and have insight about your own life, okay? So here we go. Throwing these coins, give me some time. Got to do it 6 times. How am I doing production wise? <laughs> Cuz I'm, you know, I'm playing producer and healer. There's a lot going on here. <laughs> All right. A few more tosses and we'll be there. Yeah, what are we unlocking in 2022? All right. Two more tosses. And one more toss. All right, now I'm going to find the card that this goes with, it's actually two. Okie dokie, 59. Looking at my reference material. Bear with me. (laughs) Uh, Okay. This is going to be a wild ride. So what this is going to, instead of maybe unlocking, this is going to tell us how to maybe deal with something. Yeah, we'll see. Let me get to the cards first. We'll get there. This is going to be a year. I just, it's going to be a wild year. But we gotta deal with these things, so it is what it is. <speaking in> Looking for the cards that are here. do do one second, and I'll have it, and then we'll talk about it. Aha. Okay. Almost there. All right. Wow, thanks for all the tips, everybody. You guys are amazing. All right, so here's what we are unlocking in the year 2022. This is the superpower that we're unlocking. Let me point my camera at it. Give me a second to bring this back into the stream. Because if I just hold up the card right now, it's going to look funny because I have a green screen. So I can't just hold up cards to this. We're going to do it a little differently. And we're going to add this. Hey, it's me twice. How weird. Okay. There we go. All right, so this is what we're unlocking dispersion there you can see the image now i'm going to put this away dispersion is number 59 this is the superpower it is about diffusing negativity restoring harmony circulating uh you know dissolving divisions very important superpower we go over this a lot in Morning reads. It's, it's come up a bunch in the last year. Uh, this is a weird bot. I'm going to block that. <laughs> okay, so let's put this back up. I want you to see it more. See how this guy is like, it's a samurai and he's slashing the wind. This is the element of air over the element of water or the gentle over the abyssal. Okay so the important message for dispersion does my phone keep locking the important message for dispersion is about exactly what we just did it is restoring circulation and interconnectivity in our in ourselves and in our field so the energy of dispersion it is about basically as soon as something is unharmonious as soon as there's something negative or difficult unharmonious. why is as that happening something negative or difficult sorry about that okay we're not going to do it this way anymore <laughs> we're just going to hold up the cards we tried we tried to get fancy but we're not going to use my phone that way as soon as something is uh disharmonious you address it right away kind of like how as soon as there was a problem with the phone i was just like goodbye <laughs> i deleted it out of the stream <laughs> something like that um basically, with the the gentle or the breath or the wind being supported by the abyssal, it's like put it's like programming your unconscious mind, it's programming the deep part of yourself, the full total part of yourself, the unconscious part of yourself, to immediate to always be breathing. Okay, it's so this is what the year is going to be focused on for us, always keeping our circulation strong, always keeping our communication on point, that When we see something out of balance or wrong in ourselves or in the world, we immediately communicate it. We immediately express it. Not in a way like attacking or trying to, you know, do harm to another or call them out just to be a douche. But it's about if we want to restore harmony to the world, then we have to be honest. And I say this all the time, but the only real lie is that you're not brave enough to be honest at all times. So whenever we restore communication through this idea of dispersion, whenever we break through blockages and and compartmentalization and get everything circulating with everything again, all the air in our body is metaphorically able, the air in our body is metaphorically and literally able to travel to any part of our body. So um, it's an indicator that meditation and breath work is going to be even more important than ever going into this year. Maybe if there's bioweapons out there in the world, I mean, maybe I I just experienced it, or maybe it was a regular flu. Who knows? (laughs) If those things exist, we are going to be even more important than ever to put our reliance on the breath and how that's going to heal us. This is also about lightening up. It means that even though there's a lot of disharmony potentially coming, Uh, We need to also keep that balance with lightness, with levity, with centropy, not just gravity. You know, there's not just entropy in the universe and gravity, there's levity and centropy. And centropy is like the the centropic force in the universe is the way that things self-organize, self-repair, self-heal, self, self, yeah, you know, (laughs) self-align automatically. This is a quality of life force energy, big time so we have this power and we are being called in 2022 to really exercise this power of dispersion more than ever before so we're going to go forward and this idea of dispersion is going to continue to come up throughout the rest of the read and the next the next card is the yin card this is going to represent your passive side receiving Your unconscious side, what's below the surface, your body. All these things could be represented by the yin card. So, the card is the three of cups. And the three of cups it actually came up reversed. So that's not the most fun. (laughs) Uh, we got to be honest about what we're getting here. We're reading for the year. And uh, so this is going to potentially, um, I don't want to give this as like a fortune telling. Okay, so I'm not fortune telling. This is not the type of divination that I do. But this card, the three of cups reversed, is warning us that there may be things that come up in the coming year where events go awry where we are upset about expectations or hopes that we had for something and uh, this could also really refer to friendships breaking up or um, problems in our family units or the people that we like to come together with and celebrate and have fun with okay so we may receive this is going back to dispersion in the coming year And it's going to be, this is a guarantee every year. So I'm not fortune telling. I'm not telling you your future. But whenever we come into an experience that our expectations are not met, and then we had an idea that something was going to be really fun and really awesome, and it was all going to come together perfectly, we're going to party, and it doesn't work out, that there's a, a miscarriage of events, if you will, that's the exact time when dispersion is most important. Because if we hold on to the attitude that there's going to be a prop that that this sucks, you know, that we have a big, we have a big letdown now that what we wanted didn't come to pass, our party is ruined, and now we're gonna have a pity party. Well, then we just made it that much worse on ourselves. Okay, and so what we should do instead is, as soon as there's something, as soon as we realize that we have had an expectation that was not met and we feel that sting or that um, emotional hurt from that, that's the perfect time to go straight into the breath, to go straight into the the process of dispersion, of finding a way to lighten up, and immediately let go of the expectation, because that's what hurt you in the first place, was the expectation. What is, is what is. So whenever we get a a reversal, I personally, this did come up in a reversal, I also think that we can... look at it like both versions, the upside down meaning and the right side up meaning. So (laughs) uh, whatever it is that didn't come together the way that we wanted it to, well, then it's time to build a different version of that. Um, You know, maybe the social gathering that we wanted doesn't happen the way that we wanted it to. Or maybe the, you know, family, family get togethers don't work out anymore. Maybe there's further division that occurs because of stuff going on in the scamdemic. who knows? I mean, we've already two years into it. So it's kind of amazing that we've made it this deep into it and people still believe in it. So we may run into like, this may just look, we may look at this as just um, a sign that, which the signs are already there. This is not, you know, <laughs> magical. The writing's on the wall, that our ability to get together in real life space may be further compromised by the stupid scamdemic cooties bullshit. And if that is the case, all the more important that we do our dispersion work. So this is about what we're going to receive. And also, we may find a way to receive a different version of the social gatherings. Maybe we have to keep doing it like this online a lot, but it's possible to still bring the spirit of celebration and happiness, festivity, which this card represents, artistic, uh, creative gatherings, you know, all of that can still be. You know we can still share good news with each other too. It doesn't have to be all bad news. So keep that in mind. Um, that when we go forward, wow, doesn't this look crazy with the green screen? <laughs> when we're going forward, whatever disappointments there are, we need to create the, you know, we need to create communion around what is positive and uplifting uh, before, and not just be stuck on what didn't work out, what didn't go right. Um, so now we're gonna look at the yang card. This is going to be more about, that's about what we're going to receive, you know, receiving the party, receiving the fun. (laughs) It could be a little compromised. We need to practice dispersion for that. The Yang card. (laughs) Ah, This is going to be a motherfucker of a year, isn't it? (laughs) We got the five of wands. Okay. So this is, um, you know, again, the writing's on the wall. I don't need to there doesn't need to be divination or fortune telling to tell you that there's going to be some conflict and infighting going on in the world right now. And this card really represents, um, you know, that exact thing that, but it also represents progress that, you know, they're having fun with this. So if the world has fallen apart around us in the coming year, in terms of societal structures, (laughs) if the two weeks to flatten the curve is three years, actually, well, it's just all the more reason that we should look for alternative approaches to get what we want and do what we want. To really focus on the associations we have with people that are productive. To test our metal and directly confront the challenges head on. You know, where are the boundaries being put around us that are in artificially imposed? Push those boundaries, all right? We need to declare war on this stupid scandemic in the sense of, wherever it was that we were just allowing things to, you know, allowing the consensus to do what it is, it's time to hold our ground or even push the boundary. Uh, Take our conviction to the next level. If you've been wearing, for example, a mask when you go out and and maybe you live in a place where you're afraid that if you don't wear it, you're going to go to jail. Well, we need people to go wear it even if they go to jail. We, I mean, to not wear it. We need people to bring zeal to this situation We need to show our face literally and metaphorically show our colors bravely compete against the evil empire right now, you know, but look at it as a sport. (laughs) Look at it as this is just self testing self. All right. That at the end of the day, this entire reality is our shared collective dream that we came to, to grow and, and bring our souls to the next level and next phase of expansion. So are you going to expand or are you going to like cower against the difficulty. All right. And there, this definitely shows that we could work hard with other people to do this. So that means we got to play our part. So I think that as the yang and the active part of self, this is telling us, Hey, do it. <laughs> Whatever the obstacles are, that's the course. Jump over those, jump over those obstacles, jump over those hurdles. Even if there's some conflict, even if there's some infighting, make the best of the bad situation by Practicing dispersion and wherever wherever there's bullshit, push past the bullshit. Cut through the bullshit like like a warrior, really. Okay, so the next card is the meditation card. All right, so this is going to be about, we're going to get an animal card for this. This is going to be, what is it that we should meditate on and can meditate on in the coming year about this dispersion thing? I like what I see in the chats, people. I like what I see in the chats. You guys are awesome. Okay, meditation card. We're getting there. (laughs) Slick distance says 2022 is numerologically rife for chicanery. We will be decoding like mofos for the next two years. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Yes, we will. All right. So meditation card is coming. Just waiting for it to be the one that feels right, you know. Okay, so this is the bear spirit, brown bear spirit. And the message is to take time out. That's great. So there's going to be, it's a very simple message. Um, meditation card says take time out. Do Need I say more? You know, make sure that whenever you're practicing your dispersion in the coming year, that part of that is literally... Taking time out to sit and breathe and meditate and do the work internally. It has to start there. Yeah. And in fact, there's a really great saying that we should know, which is we should always keep this saying in mind. If you want to have more time, then take more time. It is time is the greatest uh, illusion in the world in terms of the way that human beings conceive of it in this linear fashion. That whenever we were doing the sound healing and I said, uh i have <laughs> i have i am sovereign over time that's what i mean by that is that you're literally sovereign over time like you decide what your time what time you have for what and the way that you experience the flow of time is entirely based on your attitude and the way that you <laughs> the way that you act so like if you tell yourself all the time i don't have time to do the self care i don't have time to meditate i don't have time for this you will always feel crunched like you never have time i Tell you what, there's always going to be enough time. If you believe it, if you take it, take it, though. The key is take it Um, and recognize where your possible bad habits are sucking up a lot of your time because you're running to them in in the fear that if you don't do a lot of that entertainment or something along those lines, then you'll never get through it all, right? Recognize that you don't need any entertainment. You just need... You just need what's good for you and what heals you. Like I'm not saying never entertain yourself, but just look at how your relationship with time is and take time out from hustle and bustle and from other people's demands. Big time, big time. Okay, so now we're going to look at, this is a message from our bodies, Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Rachel says, take it. It will be there and it might surprise you. You have way more time than you realize. You are time. (laughs) Another way to conceive of time differently that can really help is reverse it. Realize that time reversed is emit. So emit, create is what I mean by emit. How are you emitting time instead of being a slave to it? Just consider that. Like if you are putting... Time into creating and emitting the vibration and the energy you want more of in the world,
1: you're going to have
0: so much more time. (laughs) You're going to have enough time to do everything that you want. It's going to be amazing. Okay, so this is a message from body. All right, message from body is saying, okay, this is nine of wands. Looks kind of hard to see, but we'll just get into it. Nine of wands is telling us this is a good, actually. It means we've come through the hard part. Honestly, in our body, our endurance has been tested, our stamina and tenacity has been tested, and we've proven ourselves that we have the courage and the will to go the distance. We have gone very far. I mean, two years of this shit, we've come so far. And at this point, at this point, if they couldn't break our spirit and our resolve, they never will. So, our body is reminding us that it has strength. And that we still have much strength, and that our it, it's the body itself is where our courage lies. It's deep in our bones. Our ancestors went through so much harder stuff than this. It is hard as this may seem, and we are prepared to complete this bogus, scamdemic lockdown world and come out the other side as the victors that birth an entirely new society, where we no longer have to be subject and slave to these weird creepy uh, ro- royal houses and families whatever they are so body is reminding us that it's strong it's gone through a lot but it's got the power and the endurance and strength to continue on but to i will add to that to have faith in yourself that the way that you the way that you talk to your body about your body is very crucial so rem- whenever you speak about your health or your well-being And I know that I broke this own rule by talking about the, you know, what I went through over the last week with getting the illness, but talk to your body and about your body as if it has divine and perfect health and strength. Okay. And it does. And your body is prepared to see this through to the end, whatever 2022 has got in store. And even though, you know, this character is kind of banged up, he's been through a lot already. Remember that there's you know the take time out on the on the meditation card is crucial. You need to even though your body has got tenacity and stamina, don't forget to give it time out as well. I mean, bears hibernate, don't they? That's why that card is a bear. So especially in the maybe the winter, give yourself time in the the time out and hibernation. Now we're going to go into the, a message from the body, or we just did body. This is from heart, mind, heart and mind. What does our heart and mind want to tell us? What does heart mind have for us to think about? Okay. The Empress is here. How about it? So why would the Empress be coming up for heart mind? I think it's because we need to keep our mind and our heart rooted in love. You know, maybe there's a, maybe this year is going to be a good year for romance and and for our family life or for starting a family or meeting the people that will be in our new family, whether that's our actual nuclear family or our, you know, online family and the friends that we're going to meet in real life. Um, so this card is also about society and, hum, you know, shared humanity, common needs, common beliefs. So heart, mind, um, and there's so much in this card. There's like tons. So let's just try to go through it. All right. Support the women. Heart and mind are telling us to support the women and the females in our life that needs our support, our mothers and our grandmothers, um, and to respect and listen to the wisdom of the, the feminine side. And also, uh, this is a card letting us know that we need to come together probably in real life and physical camaraderie. at some point this year at least several times probably we need to move this shit off the screen and into the real life wherever we can um this is a card of healing and rest and rejuvenation giving us the reminding us of the message of taking time out for our body this is venus so it's also creative beauty you know mastery sophistication nice things give ourselves a chance to create what's beautiful what we like in the world Paying attention to aesthetics. Uh, So there's a lot here. (laughs) Whatever it means to you is what it means to you. This is a message from our hearts and minds, though, and the Empress. It's a powerful, powerful one. Cool. Uh, We're going to move into now the message from our higher selves. Message from higher selves. I had to leave it there with, I mean, there's just so many possible meanings with the Empress coming up as message from heart, mind. I want that to be really open to your own interpretation as well. Okay, higher self. This is a message that is going to connect to our entire reason for incarnating in our lives in this time that we get to be here at, you know, in 2022. Can you believe it? We're in 2022? Okay. (laughs) All right. All right. This is why we're here. You see, this is what your your soul and higher self says that you're here for. Except you're not the people falling out of the tower. You're the fucking lightning bolt striking the tower. Just so you know, you're the lightning bolt blasting the crown off of this tower. Need I say more? That's what you're here for. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Right. I'm waiting for the reaction (laughs) because that's super powerful. Oh, just dropped some cards. That's super powerful, right? Dude He's right. Dude is right. (sighs) The tower also as a major arcana has a lot of possible meanings to it, but I'll just say this is the, this is it. We're here to collapse the established order. We're literally here as incarnate. We're incarnated here in this time, in these lives, to terminate the old way of being, to break free, to take the reins. It's exciting. Expose the secrets. Expose the corruption. It's our rite of passage. It's our spiritual rite of passage. We're here for this. <laughs> it's our spiritual rite of passage. This is. We're bringing catharsis to the entire earth what we're doing even though maybe there's only a percentage of us that are into this into this information realize that this is the (laughs) this life this reality is a fractal okay this is a fractal all the entire tree of life is within you and you're within the entire tree of life so what we do what we do to break free of the of the old slavery system and the false authority figures, it ripples out and it changes the entire universe and the entire world. Amazing. Amazing. So even though we've lived lives as outsiders, maybe loners, (laughs) as critics of the social order, we're also self-reliant. We're self-reliant. And if we came together and work together as self-reliant individuals, do you realize what we can build? Because once this tower is demoed, there's going to be all kinds of physical material just waiting to be reformed and restructured into something that actually helps us live and serves our, our spirit and our spark. But you see this, this we are that spark. That spark is who we are. That's your higher self. That's your soul. That's why you're here. So it may be dangerous, <laughs> But it's a lot more dangerous than going with the herd. And we all know that. So bravo, everybody. Bravo. And now the outcome card. This is tricky. We got to be honest about this. The outcome card from dispersion is conflict. So what this is telling us is that in 2022, the dispersion practice of clearing and mostly of expressing the truth about the negativity and the disharmony we see, this is going to generate conflict. Be ready for that, okay? There will be hostility. There will be stubbornness that we come up against. There will be, and it'll all be based in fear, okay? We're we competing against fear itself, but our will will defeat any will-to-power of a parasitically-influenced slave, all right? And we do not need to fight them. We do not need to bang our head against their head, even though they may come at us that way. We just keep practicing dispersion. We just keep speaking the truth. We just keep doing our inner work, keeping the circulation of our breath going. And that's all there is to it. Uh, This is the dynamic, conflict is the dynamic of yang, spiritual, the spiritual awareness or the heaven energy, the masculine side above supported by the abyssal or the the deep waters of the unconscious. So what that means is whenever you are, whenever we, whenever we keep our awareness, our spirit focus on our programming, our unconscious side, the deep waters of ourself, it will be conflict. There will be turbulence. It is an eternal thing. Do not look at this as negative. This is how, the world changes. This is how we move forward. This is how we build the new world. We have to experience we have to go through the conflict. We have to experience it. It does not, this is not something to shy away from. We go at it like a warrior and realize that all that we we're ever cutting through was, was dead air. You know, we we're just moving the energy back into circulation that was stuck in this head-to-head blockage. We're unblocking it right now. So that's the key of destiny, all right? Dispersion, Three of Cups. Uh, I'd like to show you the whole thing. Maybe I'll bring my phone back on. I don't think so though. Yeah, maybe I will. (laughs) I have it all laid out on the table in the cool layout of the key, but whatever. (laughs) Uh, So what's next what's next we've been on for a while um does anybody have anything they want to call in for you know like let me know in the comments i'll send you the link i'd love to keep this going (laughs) just kidding we've been going a long time i want to make some dinner (laughs) excuse me yeah you guys are lucky you guys are lucky that uh i wasn't coughing through all this wow happy new year. (laughs) Um, this is amazing. Thanks for the $49 in tips. It's one of the best ever. Um, keep doing, you know, keep doing what you're doing. That brings you further levels of prosperity. Uh, you've got this, take the time out. That's the meditation card. Remember that part. Yeah. You guys, I love you very much. I had a lot of fun. Um, before I go, there was a couple of things I had queued up that I didn't show that would be kind of fun to show. So I'm gonna do that. I've shown these before, but we're gonna look at this is solid metal wobbling. Okay, check this out. Just so you know, what seems solid and immovable is not completely solid and immovable. <laughs> a cult priestess says you hit your tuning forks like a beast, chance. Yes, I do. I hit it hard, I'm trying to blow up those blockages. But look at this, this is solid metal, okay? Reality is not quite so solid as we think. And that includes all the structures that seem so immovable and un- unbreakable. We've got, we are the energy, we are this wobble in, this, in the tower, <laughs> and it's coming down. It's coming down, we, we so win, we so win. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for hanging out with me. I'm going to play it out with a song and, uh, I'll hang out in the chat while I play this song. This is, we are the energy by metric really love this track. So let me put on my headphones so I can listen to it too. Really cool that you all hung out with me this whole time. There were a lot of you and Oh, very important. If you want to get with me for a session, the best way to do it is to email me here. You can also hit me up on Telegram, but email me chance at interverse podcast.com. And we'll do, we can do sound healing. We can do an Oracle session key of destiny like this. That's just about your life and targeted to your specific current situation. Um, We can do both. The best deal is to do both because you can support the, uh, the energy shift with the mindset shift really well that way. So this was a lot of fun. Hi, Colt Priestess. Good to see you in here. Hi, J-Lo. Hey, Chelsea. If I didn't say hi to you guys yet, still standing. Uh, there's been so many of you chatting, I haven't even been able to say hi to you all. But I saw you all, and I appreciate you all. Much love, Tribe. Enjoy this song by Metric, and we'll catch you on the flip. Oh, oh wait, before I start it, don't forget, Weaving Spider's welcome tonight is a thing. They got a special guest, Jamie Deluxe. It's going to be fun. All right. All right. Later.